this is pretty exciting today. Uh, welcome, WSFI listeners everywhere on the air, over the internet, live streaming, wherever you may be. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you're going to be just as excited to hear from the person that we have, our special guest. First, I'd like to uh, introduce myself. My name is John Kroll, and I have probably... Uh, one of my dearest friends, I'll say one of my best friends, so I don't upset anybody that might be listening, but we were, <laughs> we were, the, we were best man for each other at our weddings. We were, uh, I'm godfather to one of his boys. He's got a wonderful family. We've been through thick and thin. A lot of, a lot of tough times. Joe, you bailed me out, and I thank you very much. But uh, folks, here's Mr. Joe Sepsi. Hello, everybody. Joe Sepsi here. Yes, John and I have been together for about 20 years, best friends. Has it been that long? Wow. So I'm out of uh, Spring Grove myself. I go to Prince of Peace Parish, and uh, we have organized a reboot mission with Chris Stefanik. And uh, I'm going to introduce Chris now. I think uh, I think I think a few people know who he is, but <laughs> for the two people that don't, for the two people who don't, Chris is an internationally acclaimed author, speaker, and television host who has devoted his life to inspiring people to to live a bold and contagious life. Archbishop Charles Chaput calls Chris one of the most engaging defenders of the Christian faith on scene today. Chris's live seminars reach more than 85,000 people per year. His reality TV show, Real Life Catholic, videos and radio spots reach millions of people each month. And his educational initiatives are turning the tide in the church. He, he authored what has been called the best confirmation program in the English language, Chosen. A graduate of Franciscan University of Steubenville, Chris is also the founder and president of Real Life Catholic, a nonprofit which operates as the headquarters for Chris's various initiatives. Yeah. Above all, Chris is a proud Chris is proud to be the husband to his wife Natalie and the father of their six children. Welcome, Chris. Oh, thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, Chris, glad. Oh, we're we're honored. I'll tell you. Um, and it's funny. Joe mentioned chosen, and you know, I just got through. We used chosen. Uh, my one of my godchildren was confirmed, and so that was pretty exciting. Uh, thank you so much for that. Praise God. Awesome. Yes. Oh, thank you, brother. And I'm going to add to the resume that there was one time that I bumped Catholic Answers live. <laughs> on a radio program. <laughs> and that's today, absolutely. If, you, if you're listening and you're disappointed, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. so it's, it's really great to be with you guys. Hey, Chris, that's terrific. Can we start with a prayer? Yeah, please. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. regarding the reboot event, I love to put this in the hands of Our Lady, so the Memorare is where we want to go. So, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit amen. amen. Remember, O most, most gracious Virgin Mary, Mary that, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, protection implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. 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 And I, uh, I also wanted to say I've, I finally got a chance. Joe, Joe has much more screen time, obviously, at his house available because he has watched your entire Real Life Catholic on Amazon Prime Video. He's watched all the episodes. I've oh, only, nice. I've only gotten up to Pilgrims in Poland, which, you know, I'm 100% Polish, so I was so excited to watch that. You love that. that one. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, you took <laughs> And I don't understand how you could be in Wisconsin one day and then in Poland in the next, and now we're on the radio with you. That's just crazy. You are just everywhere. <laughs> what an age. What an age we're Yeah, no, it's, uh, that, that show, is, it's on Amazon, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, Real Life Catholic. 
Um, it's it's been a huge blessing doing that show myself. Uh, we're working on season two right now, and um, yeah, just just going and seeing the the beauty of Catholicism in people's everyday lives and, and sharing that with the world. It's been a real honor. It's absolutely it's been amazing for me. Fulfillment, frankly. Fantastic. So, so that's where you're at now. But how did the development of Real Life Catholic come about in the very beginning? How, what what drove you to that? What called you and said, "This is something that must be done." Uh, you know, it, it was really for me personally. Jesus saying, "Get out of the boat and walk on the water." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's scary starting an apostolate, oh, but you know, it's scary starting any business, right? Uh, and and it, whether it be a, a for profit or a ministry, any anything you do to step out of your comfort zone and go to where you know God's calling you to go. It's a frightening thing, but it's really, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's a call to, to Jesus himself. It's, uh, it's that walk of faith we're all called to take, whatever we're doing in life. But for me, the call to Real Life Catholic, it was, I'd say it goes way the heck back to when my parents dragged me against my will to a retreat <laughs> as a kid. So I love coerced religious experiences for kids. <laughs> if, I, if I can and echo- there was just a life What's that, brother? I was just going to say, if I can echo that sentiment, just uh, taking on this project to bring Reboot to Prince of Peace. Oh, my gosh. It's a very scary thing. Like you said, like starting up a business. You yeah, know? multiply that about 100 That's times right. for Chris. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, yep. worth, it's yeah. worth jumping into the water. Absolutely. It's all, it's all that walk of faith. Uh, but, yeah, this, this retreat that went on, it wasn't the speakers necessarily that, that changed my life or the music or the staging or whatever it was. It was the people I found myself with. As soon as I walked in the room, they had this inner life about them. And the first Christians called themselves the living ones. And I realized that what they had is what I wanted, and I was dead inside. And that was going into my, what, eighth grade year. And so real early on, the Lord grabbed me and lit me on fire with a passion to, 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 to serve Him. And uh, I, I think at the heart of my, this ministry, it's that I want to present the living ones to the world. You know, I, I, I want to encourage the you know every Catholic out there. I almost said average. There's no average person who's the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, but everyone who's following the Lord, I want to encourage you to, you know, be the living ones. Be that person that changed my life as a kid. So that's what Reboot's about. It's about um, empowering people to invite their friends to church, to be drawn into that community so they walk in the door and say, whoa. Something different's going on here. <laughs> and you and we're are, seeing live change every every week. You are so blessed to have that happen so early in life because for a lot of people it uh, it takes a little bit longer. Yeah. Know, it happens later on in life. But well, well Reboot, we're, we're so excited because it's, it's coming to Prince of Peace, October 11th. And, of course, tickets are available at reallifecatholic.com and, of course, at the Prince of Peace Parish. But, uh, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm wondering who, who would you say should attend? And and why? What can they expect when they when they come to reboot? Call, and I think uh, the church needs that more than ever. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the world needs that more than ever. You know, at times of crisis, it, it, this happens with your physical body. If you're drawn to a fight or flight situation, your skin gets cold because the blood's rushing away from the exterior to the muscles, to the heart, to the lungs, to the things that you need to keep going. <laughs> And I, and I think when we're in a fight as a culture, as a church, uh, in our own personal lives, it's time to get back to basics. Absolutely. And the basics for our faith is the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ. No matter what happens, no matter what's going on in the world or in the church, we have the best news ever, period. There is nothing that compares to what he did for us. Nothing. 
There's nothing compared to the hope and joy that he can give us. Um, so it's really to, to refocus ourselves on that best news ever and how to live it out in your daily life every day. Now, I'd say it's for everybody because if, if someone's really not into their faith, you know, if there's, you had said during my intro that, you know, everybody knows Chris, I'd say the people who don't know who I am are my primary audience for this event. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll have pastors, I'll have pastors tell me 70% of the crowd is not the regulars. Um, that, that all comes down to, to that simple invitation. People wonder, you know, what's that something I can invite people to, to draw them into the faith? This is that something. Um, not, but it's not, also a blessing for people who are into it for their their whole lives. Yeah, so it's like in marriage; you need a date night to come back to basics. Absolutely, that reenergizes uh, reenergizes everybody. And I th- I think I put on the posters turbocharge your relationship with God. But uh, but yeah, the people that you're looking for are not necessarily uh, the ones that are there through the gospel and the homily. You want the ones that are there before mass and the ones that stay after communion, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really, it's, it's it's your friend who hasn't come to church in years. It's your neighbor who maybe uh, has no faith at all. We, we got to have a lot of confidence. It's, it's really, like what you're saying, the, the leap of faith just to do a reboot event. It takes a lot of confidence to get back to basics and say, you know what? We're going to give our whole selves to inviting people could because be, we have something worth inviting people to. Could be a niece, could be a nephew, could, <laughs> be, could be a spouse, could be a child, could be anybody. And, and now, and like you said, you know, in, in times of crisis, you know, just when, uh, you know, do you run away or do you run to it? And this is a time when people need to be running to their Catholic faith. Absolutely. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of Americans today feel that it's up to the priests, the bishops, and all that to be evangelizing. But by virtue of our baptism, we're all called to be priests, prophets, and kings. This is the easiest way to evangelize, to invite somebody to a reboot mission, just to bring them on in with you. You know, so and, and you make it you yeah. make it so much easier because now you know everybody. It's so easy to share, and you have on on reallifecatholic.com and your YouTube channel and your Vimeo channel. I've I've seen them all, even the SoundCloud. If people don't like to watch, but the visuals are fantastic. Whoever's shooting your videos are fantastic, but you got so many oh, great thanks, videos. And, and no, I seriously. And there's always everybody knows somebody who's going through something, and you've touched on that. And you've got like a one minute video that's going to be able to connect them and give them an answer and connect that to the, the gospel yeah, the of just, our Lord. I'm sorry. I think we're losing you. Are you still with us? Oh, there you are. Gotcha. Am I back? Yes, you are. Good. Yeah, it, it, all, it just hits on every, every topic just to show the, the relevance and beauty of faith in everyday life. And we probably, gosh, there's probably a million dollars worth of, of media that we've produced just thanks to our supporters and just giving away. Uh, because I want to make it easy for everybody just to, to share the faith, make it as easy, easy as click and share. It's a, you know? Yeah, it's absolutely uh, so easy. It makes it, it's, it's, and it's wonderful to be able to share that, that kind of, and, and it makes people feel so wonderful. And oh, they yeah. say, wow, somebody's thinking about me, you know, and that makes a real big difference yeah. in their life. Yeah, your videos. Yeah, and- I, I think we, we overcomplicate things sometimes. You know, it, or we get too afraid or worked up. You know, should I invite a person to this event? Should I share this video? Gosh, most of the time, even if they don't agree with your faith, they're going to at least think in a basic level, oh, this person's thinking about me. That's nice. I've seen, you know what, just, and just what you said about over overcomplicating things, a lot of people, I think, I think a lot of people really feel like it's really complicated to be a good Catholic. It's like this really complicated yeah. thing, and you've got to know all of the catechism, and you've got to know everything, and what's the difference between a venial and a mortal and a this and a that. And, and, and the way you put things, Chris, you just keep it so simple and, and make it so easy for them to kind of translate what's going on in real life 
and how do you, how you can apply the gospel to that. It's wonderful. Well, thank you, brother. I feel like that's my calling as that's a catechist. So. Perfect. And I know, we, I, I know we have limited time with you, but uh, is there a story that you'd like to share about something that might have occurred at a, at a previous Reboot event that uh, you think is a powerful story to share? Yeah. You know, a couple months ago, I was in Long Island. A woman came up to me after the event. She said, Chris, I had, had an abortion. And you're the first person I'm telling this to. And it's the first time since then that I feel like God can love me again. And I walked to a priest, and he heard her confession, and she left that night a completely different person than she came in. Amen. Wow. You know, this is, uh, this is the power of the gospel. So many people, and all of us so often, live under lies about, about life. We feel like life's empty. We want something more, and we wonder, is it there? We live about, under lies about ourselves and, and think, am I redeemable? Am I lovable? And Jesus came to set us free. And um, we just we just need to invite people to that, you know, and, and not to overcomplicate the process. Uh, it, invitation comes down to simple invitation, literally personal, where you come. It's stepping out in faith and doing that you know, at the risk of being rejected. And preaching the gospel comes down to the simple, you know, I don't have to be that innovative. In fact, I want to be the least innovative ministry in the Catholic Church. It, the message is 2,000 years old, and it's still the best news ever. And yeah, that's uh, so that, that's that really kind of word of mouth. Down to. That word of mouth is, yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, and you know. and That's how the faith started 2,000 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. know what? It's football season, so are you, uh, are you cheering for the home team? Are you a Broncos fan? Or? I'm, I'm cheering for whatever team I'm doing a reboot for. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's... It, it, <laughs> Whatever team you're rooting for, I'm rooting for that night, man. That's the perfect. That's the perfect answer. I love it. Listen, thank you so much for sharing yourself and dedicating your life to bringing Catholics everywhere, even closer to Jesus. We just can't wait for October 11th and Prince of Peace, and to get to meet you and, and hear you. Um, RealLifeCatholic.com for tickets. Events typically sell out, so folks, please uh, please get them soon. We want you to be there, and I think Chris wants you there too. Chris, thank you for all your blessings. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for being the living ones. God bless you guys. God bless. bless. That's something else. All right. Um, you know what? We're going to continue on. Uh, we had to... We had to say adios to Chris, and it was we we're just so grateful, um, and we're so blessed to be able to talk to him and and thank him again. Um, for those of you who aren't really familiar uh, with Chris, he, he makes applying the gospel to everyday life seem so simple to understand. There's an incredible video collection at reallifecatholic.com that I was speaking of earlier, and if you get a chance, go there and take a look and look through, and uh, you know, there's something that applies to you, there's something that would apply to uh, someone you know, and share it and make their day and, and change their life. Um, and uh, I, think, I think now we could probably listen to a couple examples of how he accomplishes this uh, so easily. So if we could uh, listen to our, our first selection. 
family recently. It took forever to get there. The AC stopped working my van. I couldn't find parking. The paddleboard pump broke. By the time we were ready to have family fun, I was ready to explode on everyone. I was miserable. Now, if I may examine my conscience on radio with you, everything I just complain about is the problem of a blessed person. I have a car, paddleboards, kids, and I'm at a safe state park in the story. I was frustrated because I was trying to manage my blessings. So often, that's exactly what frustrates us. We got to get the kids to school, make their lunches, run off to work. Stop. Think. Thank. You have kids, food, and a job. All blessings. But if you don't get intentional about counting them as blessings, you'll end up miserable and cranky. We need to stop and pause and take stock of what's actually going on and give thanks often. Then we can have perspective and joy even in the midst of the chaos. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. So, Joe, does it... uh that sound familiar? Anything like that oh, happen to yeah, you ever? Absolutely. Just you know, <laughs> a couple of times, perhaps. I thought you were going to say, oh, no, not me. I never take anything for granted. Nah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a curmudgeon when things get difficult. My wife lets me know it. <laughs> there you go. So, But it's but it's true. I, I, and it brings to mind the song they, they uh, around Christmas. Was it Danny Kay? Is that the one you're saying? They count your blessings? Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's funny because most of the things that we complain about have to do with our blessings you know we just don't we're, we're just taking things for granted and i and and I, I liken it i call it the uh the microwave syndrome because if you if you go back you know 30 40 years i don't know if you remember that far back you're not that old are you but if you if you go back and you remember we had no problem waiting for a half hour an hour for dinner did we i mean we were fine did, I, yeah. did you ever wait that long for dinner? We didn't have a you, microwave until I was you made <laughs> well a, into my teen years. You made a, <laughs> we waited, we waited. Oh, you were in your teens? You're <laughs> yeah. not that much younger than me. No, you had a PB&J, I know. No, but seriously, we, we didn't have any problem with that. But now, now we pop dinner in the microwave, and we stand there and we tap our fingers like it's taken too long. We're in this instant gratification, take everything for granted kind of. Sometimes we need to just slow down, and I think that's what he's saying. It's like we're going to stop, think. And thank and say, wow, I'm lucky to have these kind of problems. Now, the next one that's coming up is one of my, I'm sorry, did you have something? I was just going to say that I'm constantly reminding my children, I got an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old, that <laughs> they need to count their, count their blessings. They need to uh, take stock in what all the good things that they have. Otherwise, they get a little crabby, you know. So you got you to gotta do that and you got to start your kids at an early age. Yeah, well, a recent study was done of teens to see if they could so handle hard. being without their screens. The people conducting the study agreed to pull the plug if it got dangerous. The results, quote, only three reached the end of the experiment. Three had suicidal thoughts, five experienced intense panic attacks, 27 had symptoms like nausea, sweating, dizziness, hot flashes, and abdominal pain. Almost everyone had feelings of fear and anxiety. We've all heard the myth that some people are great multitaskers. Not true. Studies have shown that the more things you do at one time, the more you stink at doing all of them. Our brains only have so much bandwidth. If your attention is drawn to a screen, that means it's being drawn away from life all around you. Here's my screen detox challenge. Unplug it every meal. And every Sunday, you'll survive. If you don't get disciplined about unplugging a little, those screens can go from a blessing to an addiction faster than you can say Apple. This is Chris Stefanik from Real Life Catholic. Come on, I'm all about the Apple. I'm, I'm reading from an Apple right now. Come on, Chris. You know, it's funny how that just popped on. We were just talking about my kids and their screens and how they're always like, I got to play this, they got to play that. Angela's well, on top of it. See, she wouldn't have slipped that in. But it, no, that was actually one of my choices because um, 
that's a problem. Can, and and I love how he digs and does the research and, and gets the numbers on these things. Can you imagine that? Three, three of them had suicidal thoughts because they were without their phone. And it was funny because while it was going on, I couldn't remember something. And I had to pull out my phone and look for it. And they were all laughing at me here. But, uh, but, it's, but it's true. They, they talk about uh, multitasking. But it's really not multitasking at all. It's, it's actually context switching which is moving your focus from one activity to another, and it causes a 40% loss in productivity. So you combine that with all of those terrible symptoms and everything, and what are we, what are we doing, you know? And I, I've got to, have you, ever, have you ever lost your phone or, or put your phone down someplace and forgot about it? Yeah, yeah, I'm not like everyone else, though. I, I, I leave well, it at my true. office, I drive off, I'm like refreshed, I'm re- relaxed. Nobody's going to be calling me, this is me time. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe is in the uh, technologically challenged, uh, no, you're not. Technologically impaired, I That's like right. to refer to it as. It's okay. Um, I'm getting a message from my wife now, too. That's nice. Um, but uh, I, it's what's happening. It's all about the phone. See, I got to put the phone down right now. But it's <laughs> happened where I've left the phone in a room for a couple of hours, and it's like the nicest couple of hours ever. If you, it, you know, it, it's happened by accident for me. But if if you do it and you do it like Chris says, you know, he recommends to just put it down and put it down during dinner and certain times you kind of wean yourself off of it. It really is a freeing experience when you do pick it up. It's terrifying, and it's like nothing, the anxiety like you've never felt because you're like, what did I miss? You know, oh, my gosh, there's 58 emails and 32 instant messages, text <laughs> messages. But, uh, but I mean, it's, it's, it's something that we really can't be locked into. That can't be our focus. Um, and, and I think we're all very aware of it. But it's something that, you know, Chris puts in a terrific perspective for us. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people ask about, why we pay so much attention to our Heavenly Mother. Why do we pay so much attention to Mary? And, uh, and I think Chris has a great response. Mary so much. When Jesus had given us everything on the cross, he looked down and saw one last gift, his mom. And he told his beloved disciple, behold your mother. And he told his mother, behold your son. That beloved disciple was John, but it's also you. Jesus gave you his mother to be your spiritual mom. God didn't save us as individuals, but as a family, and the most highly honored human being in the family of the church, not including Jesus himself, who also happens to be God. It isn't some super apostle or great prophet or warrior king. It's a mom, largely unnoticed in this life, and now called Ark of the New Covenant, terror of demons, help of Christians, queen of heaven and earth. But the most honored title she has is mother, mother of God and our mother. So why do we honor Mary so much? Because she's our mom. And that's a good insight into the weight of glory waiting for all mothers. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. So what do you think of that, Joe? Love it. I love putting you on the spot. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, you know, it's. have you ever gone to somebody and said, uh, you know, I really like you, but your mom, eh, not so much. Nah, right? never, never done that. I know. Never and, done I, that. and I think, I think Krim, uh, Chris sums it up perfectly. You know, I don't, I don't see what's so difficult to understand about that. When I was younger, I used to go to my friend's mothers to get them to do something for me. <laughs> so, duh. Yeah. yeah. Can you make me a grilled cheese sandwich? Absolutely. Probably not like that. <laughs> but, but it's true. You know, there he was on the cross and he said, uh, this is everyone's mother is right here you know so i think that's good enough reason and a great way to uh to um 
you know, pray and uh, and ask Mary for our help, uh, for her help, is to pray the rosary. And a lot of people don't understand that. And once again, Chris is right on the spot. Scripture tells us that David beat Goliath with a sling and five smooth stones. Funny, the rosary looks kind of like that. The rosary is a Catholic devotional prayer. A set of one Our Father followed by ten Hail Marys is called a decade. You do five decades and you have a rosary. And for each decade, we meditate on a mystery from Jesus' life. So the prayers we're breathing in and out set the stage for an encounter with the Word of God. Do a quick search online for the mysteries of the rosary which are different for each day of the week. What I really love about old-school Catholic devotionals like this is simplicity. I'll be honest, it's not always easy to pray or to lead my family in prayer. What do I do? What do I say? Rosary, problem solved. Look, every family's a mess in its own special way. Bring God into the mess. Your family's problems might be Goliaths. Maybe the solution's as simple as a sling and five smooth stones. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. Yeah. I, I'll admit it. I'm a rosary rattler. I enjoy that devotion every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I am myself. In fact, uh, one of the most powerful experiences was uh, at the Men of Christ conference in Milwaukee when there were about four thousand men praying the rosary together. It's powerful. And it was incredible. And and you know, just just talking about you know the, the way we honor Mary. Um, even another reason uh, is the. Oh man, you're probably better at this than I am. The second luminous mystery. Mm-hmm. which is to Jesus through Mary. That's the, uh, the fruit wedding, of the mystery. Wedding at Cana, yes. Yeah, yeah, the wedding, wedding, mm-hmm. wedding feast at Cana. So, um, but Why it was great, I hear. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they saved the best for last. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, definitely the rosary and uh, prayed all the time. And, uh, and Chris has a wonderful, wonderful explanation of it for those who don't understand. By the way, we're listening to sound bites from Chris Stefanik. And the reason why we're doing that is because we're excited to say that he's actually going to be in our neighborhood. So for all of you folks that are in northern Illinois, uh, we want you to get your tickets for the Reboot event. That's going to be happening at Prince of Peace, October 11th. And tickets are available at reallifecatholic.com. Or if you're close enough and you want to stop into the parish, I'm sure they'd love to have you. And they've got some tickets there for you too. So, and we know we're preaching to the choir out there. You're all the if you're if you're listening to Catholic radio, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you still need it. But uh, use this as an opportunity to evangelize and bring some fallen away and lukewarm Catholics that you know. I've I've got family members that uh, need to need to be present, and I know all of you do as well too. Which will so. remain nameless. We're not going to name anybody on so, the air. Go ahead and invite. Reach out and uh, bring them. This is the easiest way to evangelize. Oh, it is. It's going to be a wonderful night, and uh, and everybody knows someone. You know, it's going to if if you're already uh, if you're already living the life of a Catholic, and uh, and you want to get re-energized or you've refreshed, this is a perfect way to do it. Um, and uh, like Joe says, bring bring whoever you can. Uh, you know, sometimes the, sometimes the people that aren't sitting in the pew next to you in church, those are the people that you want to bring. Tell them it's going to be a fantastic time, and this guy is really inspirational. He's wonderful, because he is. He certainly won't be lying. Um, and uh, let's see, we've got one more cut that we were going to that Joe wanted to listen to. It's called uh, Look at Me. We're listening to his SoundCloud files. You can always access those online as well. But, hey, Angela, if you can play that last one, that would be terrific. Incredibly fit young man in training with the Marines. One of his comrades is flat-out chubby. 
During training, they had to do 60 burpees in eight minutes. If you don't know what that is, Google it. It's a painful exercise. Marines were snickering at Rory's friend and he was about to give up. Rory got right in his face and shouted above all the other voices, You look at me. All you see is me. All you hear is my voice. You can do this. And he did. A week later, Rory's commander gave him the challenge. Everyone do 60 burpees in eight minutes. Rory, you do 80 burpees in six minutes. At the end of his strength and unable to go on, his friend ran out of nowhere to his side. Rory, you look at me. You can do this. And he did. When life's exhausting you and negative voices cause self-doubt to creep in, Jesus is there at your side, shouting at you. You listen to me. All you hear is me. All you see is me. You can do this. Listen to him, friends. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. Right, sometimes it's easy It's easy for people to forget that, you know, Jesus isn't, isn't there with them. And, uh, and that's important. That's so important to remember because he's with us always. And, uh, I, you know, I, personally, I know we only have a uh, very short time available. But uh, for the longest time, for many, many years, I was very disappointed in the Catholic Church. I had uh, great, great disappointment. But I expected the church to do everything for me. And that was part of the problem when we are all called to evangelize. And, um, and that's something that, uh, that we have to remember. So now's the time to run to the Catholic faith, embrace your Catholic faith. We want to make sure that uh, you come and visit with us at Prince of Peace. We'd love to have you there. We want to thank everybody for listening today. We want to thank you, Joe. My pleasure. We want to thank Chris Stefanik. It was so wonderful talking to him. Can't wait to see him. October 11th, Prince of Peace Church. Tickets at reallifecatholic.com where you can see all of his videos and uh, and uh, check out all his materials there. It's fantastic. Amazon Prime Videos got Real Life Catholic, all the episodes of his reality TV show. It's really exciting. It was all over the world. So uh, once again, thank you to all the listeners. And these tickets typically sell out soon, so uh, pretty soon. So get them quickly, and we hope to see you there. October 11th, Prince of Peace. Thank you very much. See you all there.